The bus journey from Puerto Madryn up to San Carlos de Bariloche was fascinating. About 18 hours, and we'd gone from being on the flats of the east coast all the way up to uh, a city that's, well, what we thought at the time was very high in the mountains. It's only got an elevation of about 3,000 feet, which in reality is not a lot, but from where we'd been, that was a bit of a jump. By the way, that's nothing in comparison to what was to come uh, later on down the line. But it was relatively high up. We'd arrived very early in the morning. It was about August time, which again is their winter time. It was a bit choppy, to say the least. But what greeted us at the bus station was, was a site that I'll never forget. We got off at the bus, or got off the bus, and the bus station's located quite close to the ex-railway line and also on, on the lakes, on one of the lakes. My word, absolutely phenomenal. You're looking, you're looking over at this relatively crystal clear water and in the background you can see snow-topped mountains. You can see what to me look like pine trees. They might not have been, but they look like it. You know, loads of forestry, loads of fauna, clear blue skies, the sun beating down, cold winter sun beating down. Now, I've never been to Switzerland before, but I've had those experiences where nothing beats a cold, crisp winter's day. And this is what it felt like in, in San Carlos de Bariloche. A, a fantastic welcoming to what turned out to probably arguably be you know, my favourite city of, of the whole trip. It's nestled up in the mountains. Yes, it definitely does look like Switzerland's just moved, or you know, it, if not Bavaria has just moved into this wonderful part of Argentina. Lakes, mountains, good food, also great chocolate as well as we found out when, when we got there. It was just, the ambiance was absolutely wonderful. All thanks to a recommendation from a guy at Mar del Plata. So thank you to that guy if you ever listened to this. Or muchísimas gracias. What San Carlos de Bariloche also done was provided a very good route into Chile, which that's where we'd be heading next. Dropped the bags off at the hostel, which again was a, a fantastic hostel. Loads of pine furniture, big kitchens, close to you know every necessity and amenity that you would want. Lovely people there as well. And we got off and we went trekking. The first morning, we ended up hiking up a mountain. And the mountain is only about 1,300 metres tall. And it was, a, it, was a great, it was a great trek. Being brave as we were, there was two ways to get up to the top, well, three ways to get to the top of the mountain. Number one, you could take a cable car. Not an issue, although Aaron with hikes did, didn't want to do it at the time. Not an issue, not a problem. You could walk up the mountain uh, using a, a recommended, you know, like uh, footpath, bits and pieces like that. Or you could take a more braver way, which was almost like a dirt track type thing. And you pretty much scale the mountain that way. And we decided, bit of morning exercise, why not? So we decided to do the third way. And it took us about an hour to do it. it took us about an hour to scale the mountain. It was tough exercise, I won't lie. But again, what greeted us at the top was mesmerizing. Again, go and check out the Instagram for all the photos or just Google San Carlos de Bariloche. What greeted us at the top was truly magnificent. You could see the Andes, all these mountains, snow-covered mountains. Again, you could see the, you know, 
you could see all the lakes, you could see into the distance. I mean, just absolutely wonderful. Similar to when we got off the bus, clear blue skies, just everything was absolutely delightful. The best part about it was that we felt we'd earned it, having trekked up the side of the mountain. And then we got the cable car down after having a coffee, of course, and having a, spent a couple of hours up there just almost in silence, just looking out, looking out on, onto the sites below and just, you know, almost like you're in fantasy land. Just an incredibly picturesque place in general. The following day, we decided to go for uh, another long walk. Now, we'd been told that around the Puerto Panuelo area, there was a few good treks, and the hostel had given us a map. And we'd been given the uh, route of a bus as well, so we knew where we had to get the bus. We got off the bus, um, a bit stupid at the time because we didn't have enough cash to get back onto the bus at the end of the day, but you know. As I said to Aaron, we'll plead ignorance. We'll see what happens later on. But we've gone, and again, we've gone for this, you know, 10, 12 kilometre walk through the woods. Loads of hill walking. Yeah, we end up at a couple of really pristine lakes in, in the absolute middle of nowhere. So, yeah, a lot of great walking, a lot of hiking. And that, and that in effect, was San Carlos de Bariloche. It was funny getting back on that bus at the end of the day because we knew that we didn't have enough pesos. And the driver pulled up and we've got on presented the cards and there's not enough cash there and the driver said there's not enough there's not enough cash and you know it's like lo siento muchísimo you know we thought it was this price and it's not you know lo siento and he said uh you know no hay problema basically there's no problem just get on and we liked that that was good we're only like a few pesos short but again the flexibility there was nice it was good to see you know things like that when they work in your favor you know, are always very, very good. And it probably one of those things, if we hadn't have spoken Spanish, we might not have got away with that. And we might have been faced with a, you know, like a 10 kilometer walk back into Bariloche itself. Who knows? We don't know. We discovered, incredibly sexy here, we discovered uh, Morsisha. Now, the thing with Argentinians or the, the Argentine language or dialect, I'm going to say, is that if you're used to Spanish, you would know that a double L is a Y sound. It, you know, that, that's the sound that you make. But in Argentina, it's a CH. So rather than saying Morcia, which is like a black pudding type thing, you say Morcisha. Now, we got to the supermarket uh, after a massive long hike, and we got some uh, Morcisha, and we decided to cook it ourselves, put it in the oven, give it 20 minutes, take it out, voila. Of course, we had it with other various vegetables and bits and bobs. Delightful, absolutely delightful. Morsicha, absolutely brilliant. Loved it. So that's a happy side note there from San Carlos de Barroche. And apart from doing a few other walks, most of the time was just very, it was quiet, it was peaceful, it was reflecting on where we were, reflecting on what we'd done so far and making, making our plans ahead. It's probably at this point that the excitement started building slightly for myself. Reason for that is that I knew that in you know, a couple of weeks time, we'd be flying out of Santiago, Chile, to go to Easter Island. Yeah, my number one place to do, to see before I died. So the excitement was starting to build up in me, and I was you know, thinking a lot 
about being able to go out there. But in general, the photos, even the photos will probably not do San Carlos de Bariloche justice, uh, and my words certainly won't do the place justice. But do have a look at it. If you've been there, you know, share your thoughts, let us know what you thought. But just a, just a remarkable place. All of that being said, what I will point out, and you know, conspiracy theory, not conspiracy theory, whatever you may think, whatever you don't think, whatever, is something that Aaron said a little while ago. Now, there's a program, I think it's on the History Channel or some channel somewhere called Hunting Hitler. And this is to do with the theory that after the Second World War, uh, basically uh, some Nazis, whomever, moved to Latin America. Now, I've watched this program. It is remarkable, some of the evidence that they're suggesting and that they find. You know, disused railways, secret railway lines, uh, all around this area, in the Andes, in, in this particular area of Argentina. If you like that sort of stuff, I'd recommend you watch it. Uh, some of the evidence is truly compelling. I know TV's TV, I get that. Have a look at it. Do check it out because, yeah, again, some of the evidence is compelling. But that was the Switzerland to South America. That was uh, one of our times in Argentina. Uh, we knew we'd be coming back because uh, we knew that we wanted to go to wine country in Mendoza uh, in order to head into Bolivia. But for now, Argentina was done with. It would be a case of moving into Chile. And that is where we will be in the next episode. Until next time, hasta luego.